Hello. Welcome back to Have a Strong Weekend. I'm one of your hosts, Andrew. And I'm also one of your hosts, Josh. And you can find us both at haveastrongweekend.com. And as you all know, we are taking a journey through lost and forgotten television shows one letter at a time. An and alphabetical week, journey. Today, we're up to the letter K. As in, Kids Incorporated. <laughs> Man, that's Kids a specific zone. <laughs> like it's, You have to be, you can't be like an adult and go back and find them. You would never do that. So you can only know this show if you were a kid at this time. That's, that's my belief. <laughs> that's, uh, uh, I'd say that's pretty accurate. I think... The only other way to know it is if you maybe have parents who were into it and then you show them episodes like on, on YouTube, like how you're watching us now. By the way, if you haven't subscribed, subscribe to us. Go down below and um, hit the subscribe button. But anyway, but like, yeah, this is the show is not you can't find this on Disney Plus. You can't find this on Netflix. You can't find this on any uh any streaming uh uh format this is this is a, sh a, a one of our lost and forgotten shows as uh, as uh, as our season indicates i mean so this was a, a children's television show that uh began in the early to mid 80s and actually lasted well into the early 90s it was on for about Eight years. It ran from, or maybe maybe ten years. It ran from eighty-four to ninety-four, and then reruns <clears throat> were on the Disney Channel for a couple more years after that. And um, I think a lot of people get this show confused with like uh, like the new Mickey Mouse Club and yeah, some of yeah, those for other sure. Shows. It was like a. It was like the secondary to that, and not, not only that, it but it, it was kind of it's like precursor. It was really a precursor. To, uh, and then uh, you know now they have kids bop and all those things where kids will sing. It's the same stuff. It's just really not in a format of a show anymore, like a corny show. Well, hey, look, would you have uh, Glee if it weren't for Kids Incorporated? Because unlike things like. Um like the new Mickey Mouse Club and those kinds of shows, this was more or less a contained plot each episode. And it wasn't like skits. It was like a, an actual show. I mean, they would break into song. Um, I did a little bit of research. Uh, and Very little. Very little. <laughs> I, I did the bare minimum, which is... I only do for for our listeners and our viewers. You know, that's what that's what yeah, we we, do we go the extra mile, <laughs> right? But it, it there there's about five songs, six songs per show. They would open and close with a, a a concert song, and then there would be maybe two or three songs in between that would be plot driven songs that they would sort of break into and there would be like maybe a a dance number with some choreography and that kind of thing but the song would really sort of fit whatever 
the uh, the episode is about, like what the episode that we're going to talk about uh, this uh, this episode. But um, just some background: this was also a training ground for some fairly large, fairly big stars. This is where Fergie got her start. She was um, known as Stacy Ferguson at the time. I don't think that's really anything that's groundbreaking to anybody. I think most people know that. Uh, Martika was on the show for a little while. Jennifer Love Hewitt was on the show for a little while. Mario Lopez was on the show for a little while. Uh, so you had... Um, and that kid that was in Monster Squad, he was on the show. That's right. Um, what was his name again? Ryan something. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty, good enough. Good enough. <laughs> Um, <laughs> yeah, he was uh, he was on Monster Squad. Nobody knows what Monster Squad is who's watching this, but that doesn't matter. I know um, that's going to be M. <laughs> that's not a TV show. That's so not we, a TV show. That's next season. Yeah, if we do movies, if if, if, if we keep doing this, <laughs> we'll see. Yeah, but if we keep if we don't doing get this, canceled but... from our free format, <laughs> um, we were canceled. <laughs> you don't even have to pay to be on there. <laughs> Um, but there were a lot of actual, there actually were a lot of episodes of this uh, show, 150 episodes, give or take. So that's, um, yeah, pretty impressive. Yeah. Yeah, Pretty pretty significant. Nine seasons, 149 episodes. And, um, I watched this show pretty, pretty, pretty religiously for about two or three years. Now I, I, I will I will say that by the time I was 10 or 11, I was out on it big time. But for about one or two years, I was totally in on it. And, but, you know. I remember you watching it. Do you? Yeah, because you guys had the Disney Channel. Okay. Well, there you go. We didn't Um, have it till later. So that's why I, I caught, I only caught bits and pieces of it. Now, it was also part of the Saturday morning lineup. Because I want to say that when I first saw it, it was Saturday morning, like on maybe. Maybe that's where I was watching it then. Yeah. I mean, it was um, a syndicated show that was definitely part of your Saturday morning lineup and probably was replaced by something Mm -hmm. like Saved by the Bell at some point. Um, But it was a little bit later in the morning. And it... um, and I want to say maybe it came on Sunday mornings too. I, I can't remember for sure, but it was definitely part of that uh, that's that cartoon smorgasbord that is like uh-huh. so synonymous with my youth. Um, I mean, we'd watch cartoons from what, like 7 a.m. to probably 10 a.m., 11 a.m. every Saturday morning. Yeah, the USA Cartoon Network. That's right. But even, but like that was a little bit late. Well, so maybe you're a little bit younger than me, but like before USA Cartoon Network, they would just have, it would just be on the three networks. So like ABC, NBC, CBS would just, Uh they each had their own sort of, you know, their own slate of cartoons that would start probably around 6 a.m. and would run from 6 a.m. until probably close to noon. But I would, you know, I would catch it probably for about two or three hours each, each Saturday morning. And um, that's when you saw things like He-Man. Um, I think Mr. T had a cartoon. Uh, Mr. T. Okay, see, yeah. 
But we're getting off topic. The show we're talking about today is Kids Incorporated. Yeah. So um, the episode that uh, we uh, picked for this one was... Oh, can you? are you going to play the theme song? Oh, let's do that first. Good call, Josh. Yeah, because I've got some stuff to say about that theme song. Oh, okay. Well, if we've got stuff to say... <laughs> Then, um, then we got to show it. So let me go ahead and. Everybody look around, hear the sound. Something special's gonna come your way. We've got something that is new, that is true. We've got something just for you today. theme song what just happened <laughs> that was way too long what in the world so okay so i gotta point out <laughs> our, obvious... our 2023 attention spans can't handle a minute and a half <laughs> <laughs> i'm like huh right, go, ahead. Off. go ahead so did, have you did you not notice the blatant ripoff for the kids in america song by kim wilde i did huge complete and total it's the same thing they're just like instead of kids in america it's kids incorporated you know that they heard the song and they're like let's do a show for kids what are we going to call it well let's just cram in a word that fits sort of into the theme that's amazing how much they i I couldn't i couldn't remember it until i heard it again i was like that's totally a ripoff it is and what's what's funny is that i I didn't know Kid, Kids in America until after Kids Incorporated. Yeah. So when I when I first heard Kids in America, I was like, "Oh my gosh, they ripped off Kids Incorporated!" <laughs> <laughs> Oops. <laughs> yeah. But I was course, Kids Incorporated one because they figured it out. They're like, "No one's gonna know," and then they'll think we they ripped us off. And uh. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, you're right. That's that's uh, that's that. I, I was I can't get past the. Um, the fact that the guy that was playing the guitar player, I guess his name is Ryan. I don't know what his name is. It could be, I don't know. <laughs> oh, the, the, uh, you mean the, the guy in the, in the theme song video? Yeah. That was somebody different. His, wasn't it? his real name was Jerry Sherrill. I wonder what happened to him. <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to look him up. <laughs> we have to know. We have to know. <laughs> we have to give our was, listeners what they want. What I didn't understand is why you, you have a microphone and a headset with a microphone. <laughs> Would that cause a lot of feedback? After Kids Incorporated, he was on something called Shattered If Your Kids on Drugs. So I guess that was some kind of PSA or something. After school special? It sounds like it. Uh, He did some soundtrack work. 
and then he, as himself, was on a show called Don't Forget the Lyrics in 2008. Okay. Uh, you know, I guess he's getting work somewhere else, but not in showbiz. <laughs> well, I'm glad you uh, shared yeah. that. That was... I know. Are you, are you, our uh, listeners, our watchers need... Uh, our subscribers need useless trivia. That's that's pretty useless. Uh, well, good good for Jerry. Good for Jerry Cheryl. Yeah, Cheryl. good for Jerry. Hope Cheryl. you're doing well, Jerry. I've already forgotten his name. <laughs> is it Jerry or <laughs> this episode uh, is the one that we're we're going to talk about? And we're going to play a little bit. We're going to play a couple more clips. But this episode is from their season one. The title of the show is New Kid in Town, and so the character Mickey, his family moves. And so a newcomer named Ryan takes his place. Ryan is, is cocky. He's brash. He's very, um, and um, he shows it with uh, his song, The Search Is Over, which I'm going to play for you right now. Pitchy, a little pitchy. He can't sing. <laughs> You're ripping a twelve-year-old, Josh. Okay, that's that's enough of that. That's too much of that. That's enough of that. Uh, so anyway, so the search is over, which is a survivor over. song, mm-hmm. uh, which is a great song. Um, I guess they're saying it because basically it just has the search is over in the title. <laughs> And they're looking for a new member, and so the search is over. Josh, you're not anything to do with the song, but you're good. I, I don't know, man. Just do whatever. You're sharp. That's what you're the producer said. <laughs> uh, so, like I was saying at the beginning, they would have a couple songs that would fit in with the plot. So, the search is over. Yes, you're right. the The name of the episode mm-hmm. is the, the new kid in town, and so they're searching for a new replacement and the search is over so that's kind of how they explain that and the kickoff song from the episode which i'm not gonna which i really should have played that one because that one's um pretty good actually that's a pretty that's a banger you know (laughs) it was um it was don't you forget about me see another way of 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 you know kind of uh fitting into the plot there now there is one other song that's in this episode that is by far, I, I was shocked that this song was in there because I actually really do like this song and it's from one of my favorite movies of all time. So of course we know um, "Stir It Up" from uh, that was uh, is that Patty Labelle's cop? Patty yeah, Labelle, Beverly, yep. Beverly Hills Cop. That was when uh, yeah, great workout song. That's when uh, of course um, in the eighties the montage was mm-hmm. huge, and so it's in that scene in Beverly Hills Cop where it basically the song kind of starts in the background. It's got that little prank, 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 and then it cuts, and then it's Sunny 
it's like juxtaposition from where he is in Detroit to Beverly sunny Hills. Beverly Hills cop. <laughs> it feeds right into my like 80s montage kid thing. Yeah. You know, if you ever want to explain the mid 80s, for better or for worse, to an alien from another planet, show them this show, man, because this is, this is, this is 80s. I still want to understand it, but just show it to them anyway. <laughs> uh, yeah. And like, and so Martika, so let's talk about some of the cast members. So Martika, she had that one hit, right? Was it um, Toy, Toy Soldiers? Toy Soldiers, yep. Yeah. Step by step. Hot, hot. That was a good. That was a good one. And then uh, Eminem ended up sampling, sampling that song. That. So that's right. That's right. Which is weird. But yeah. <clears throat> so she had some kind of impact. Yeah. She's yeah. She's she's a footnote somewhere. Um, but I mean, I think the breakout, <laughs> the two breakouts, well, three, would have to be Hewitt, Fergie, and Mario Lopez. Those are three that are still. <clears throat> yeah, I thought that was him on the drums. <laughs> um, I don't know. It may have been, but yeah, it may have been him. I know that he was one of the. It just dancers. was a quick cut, and I was like, "Was that Mario Lopez?" <laughs> it might have been. I know that he was. He was. He never had any speaking lines on this show, but he was one of the dancers. Just and I guess probably one of the put him back musicians. behind the drums. Yeah, uh, and then you know, of they're course, like that guy can't act. Don't do not put him in the show. <laughs> He won over all of them. He's the most famous. Well, besides Fergie, he's the most famous one. Well, no, Jennifer Love Hewitt, but she's kind of still just acting here and there. Okay, so who's who? Who is probably who had the highest apex of those three? Definitely Fergie for sure. Like because she was in like a legit band that you know was critically and commercially acclaimed. Jennifer then, Love Hewitt was in one of the biggest horror movies of all time though too i mean well not maybe not all time yeah and on one of the biggest tv the shows impact, at the same time yeah you could argue that i mean which one would really have the big the highest apex or whatever but i think i would say fergie definitely jennifer love and uh mario lopez <laughs> but mario he's still lopez, going in his day like when when saved by the bell was at its peak <laughs> mario lopez was pretty big i mean it's they all three had a pretty high i mean now i yeah. you know fergie is still around to some degree jennifer love hewitt not so much mario lopez probably you know is always working he's always on some jennifer love hewitt is on that nine one one show she's on oh, that, she's like, still on the show. that show yeah she's still on our show so uh okay. so still around um but uh, you could almost say jennifer love hewitt and mario lopez are neck and neck really mm -hmm. i mean if you really you want to talk about today? Mario Lopez is still going. He's he's like good friends with Mark Wahlberg, so they're doing they're producing some stuff, and so he's mm -hmm. he's he's doing pretty good. Yeah, when the Black Eyed Peas were at the top, though, I think you're you're probably mm -hmm. right. That was yeah, that's what I mean. It's just yeah. like more of an impact and that kind of whole thing. That's true. That's <clears> true. <throat> um, but man, man, Party of Five was a big show too, and that's that was a big show. Yep. But anyway, um, we digress, as we do from time to time. Mm -hmm. um, anything else on uh, Kids Incorporated before we... No, it was just a good good sliver of, of time, you know, where, uh, you know, this type of stuff in the 80s, like, I, it just makes me 
realize the eighties just had the, the most, I really believe that decade had the goofiest, most off the wall ideas. You know, I think cause there's so much money flowing through the country at that time, throwing stuff at people, just the weirdest ideas. And we're all like, that's great. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I was, I was, I was diehard. I mean, I was in, I was, I was watching, uh, uh-huh. I was watching it every week back when you had to watch it every week, you know, you couldn't binge it. Yeah. You had to, you had to either had to watch wait it, for it. You had to wait for it. Yeah. Uh, there's something mm-hmm. about the waiting. I mean, it's the hardest part, but there's something about waiting <laughs> that is, that is really rewarding. I know. I, I some, somewhat miss it. I mean, it certainly, it was, it would be frustrating as a kid to have to wait the next week, but the fact that we just get everything thrown at us and there's a there's a competition for our attention 24 hours a day because because of that mm-hmm. there's something about that where you just don't value what what you absorb anymore you know because mm-hmm. you can get it at any time thank you of All course right. for watching uh facebook instagram check us out subscribe will you go uh maybe leave us a, a kind review on on uh itunes or it doesn't have to be kind it can be unkind we're okay we have We'll take unkind. I mean, we'll any comment. We'll take any kind. Whatever We're not you want. Desperate. Whatever Beggars you want. can't be choosers. That's that's true. We are begging. Uh, but <laughs> if you, yeah, if you could do that, that would be great. And uh, we will be back next week. We'll be on uh, letter L, so we'll be almost halfway through the alphabet. That's crazy, huh? Awesome, um, exciting. Uh, well, thanks for watching. And uh, Josh, if you get our outro music going we'll uh we'll wish everybody a strong weekend and uh, have a strong weekend and hopefully the workers who are working on my street have a strong weekend as well i hope they do